Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had a wet and windy week. Adds that, we've still got our sculptor Wilmer, his mother, Winnie Winklestein, staying in the farmhouse. <laughs> To be honest, three crows nesting in my living room is too much to bear. Add to that, my relative and full-time con man Skip Natter has been busy creating an alien encounter in me backwoods, and all for pure profit. Oh dear, added to that, things are getting heavier right now. <laughs> but we've got a proposal to help out with that too, yeah. Either way, you're going to love me always perpendicularly packed show, more so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features. And call us from around the world too. <laughs> Here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nats Florida Island, we've had a very odd week. Yep. Three crows in me living room are making for more than claustrophobia. Mm. There's been this endless low burble of chatter, mostly moans and groans like a tired V8 engine running on only two cylinders and a kerosene diet. Oh, yep. <laughs> I just can't wait to see the back of them, but I can't even stand the sight of them either, let alone the endless banter. Woody Winklestein is competing with old Nan in the smoking and drinking stakes, whilst Toshiko just smoking the odd cigar in the background and listening in on Winnie's absolute hatred of her new son-in-law. Yeah, poor old Luigi Spaghettori getting more than a daily roast in you. <laughs> She's obsessed with his Ferrari too, and how there'll be no room inside for the grandkids <laughs> Dear, they, they only just got on their honeymoon way you know after that she's suspicious about the destination too she reckons las vegas is not a good place for her daughter wilmer yep winnie reckons her daughter's first marriage failed when she became addicted to loose slot machines and bankrupted her hubby well, there's plenty to choose from in Vegas, isn't there? Stops <laughs> me, not husbands. Yeah, I'm sure Luigi will keep him in check, though. Yeah. Add to that drama, the wife Elsie was feeling under the weather this week, and we had to call the doctor over. Yeah, she couldn't make it over to his office, but it's because he always insists she get on the scales before he examines her, and she doesn't like that very much. Anyway, <laughs> since his visit, the wife has been up in arms. Yep, he told her to slow down. <laughs> I thought, well, she couldn't any slower now. I mean, she's right up there with your average one-legged tortoise on a cold winter day. But no, he was talking about putting a break on that excessively salty, stodgy, fatty, buffy gorging. <laughs> she's added £50 to a waistline in just three weeks. Yeah, that's an idea right now. What a waste, eh? Yep, uh, <laughs> yep, different spelling. What a waste of food, I mean. On the other hand, our best buddy beyond it, that's beyond it, Brandisha Washington, BBW to friends, yep, another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement. <laughs> She's been putting on excess pounds too, only she doesn't take care of anything. She doesn't care at all, no, no. Add to that, she can always rest her gut 
on her knees when she gets too tired. Add to that skinny old Frank, the stuffer fan, he's the guy beyond it managed to unearth on that cougar dating website. Oh dear. He's the current delivery guy this week, yeah, travelling out and returning with just about a carload of fast food. Yep, twice a day too. So Beyond It and Elsie still managed to put away more than their fill. Frank, the outright stuffer fan, is a happy man indeed. He longs to feed up women who don't really need feeding for his apparent pleasure. (laughs) Well, it didn't quite stop there though. Oh no, last week's wedding between sculptor Wilma Winkelstein and me Ferrari-obsessed tractor mechanic Luigi Spaghettori seems to have done the usual thing. Yeah, it's put the old idea of happy weddings in the air. (laughs) So although beyond it didn't catch the bride's bouquet... Oh no, I think she probably caught, you know, a spare tray of lasagna heading her way instead, yep. (laughs) Skinny Frank made her a proposal though. Well, I think it's closer to an offer she couldn't refuse at all. No, no, no. Frank's offered her himself to beyond it and proposed with a diamond ring too, yep. And you were thinking it was going to be a huge cheeseburger. (laughs) Anyway, in the spur of the moment, beyond it said, yes. There I was thinking there'll be room on me sofa again, but I was totally not ready for the next statement. Oh dear, well, Frank also asked the wife, Elsie, if she'd come and live with him and beyond it once they're hitched. (laughs) That was beginning to sound more like something me nudist swinger neighbour old Fred would have come out with. eh? (laughs) Then again, I must say I was beginning to think of a new sofa ditching that microwave and downsizing me freezer and the fridge. Yep, I might sound callous, but don't forget, I have to live with them. Oh dear. Anyway, before I get too carried away with me wonderful idea of not having to replace the floor in me living room, I return to Skinny Frank. See, I've now got a bit of background on the stuff I found. Yeah, Frank's been married four times. Yep, four to all kinds of skinny women. In fact, it seems all four combined wouldn't even measure up to beyond its overall bulk. (laughs) Frank's last wife was only £95. Yep, oh well, the way he's feeding up his latest find, we'll be able to add a zero on the end of that 95, won't we? (laughs) By the end of the year, I guess, yep. Not quite half a tonne, but almost. Add to that, Frank owns a 24-hour plumbing business. Yeah, you know, that might come in useful if Beyond It ever gets seriously packed up. (laughs) Not a nasty thought indeed, but you never know. Either way, like I said before, I'm open-minded, so if he wants to take the wife off me hands too, after all, her and her best buddy Beyond It are pretty much inseparable these days, oh, you know, I'll be happy to pack her bag and let her eat elsewhere. However, only a few hours ago, I discovered something that wasn't so good. Oh no, yep, I'm sure you've all heard the expression, within slipper distance. Well, Frank's put in an offer on a house that sits right opposite me farm gate. Oh dear, yay, serious. And for me, that's not quite far enough away. (laughs) But leaving me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations, despite everything I've tried to shut down the rumours, I've still got an ongoing dilemma. What you better call outright disaster, yeah. All caused by that surge of conspiracy theorists descend on me poor little Florida farm. Yep, go and check out that real-life conspiracy, the Cabbage Circle cover-up at Two Medicine Farm. That's worse than the con man relative skip now is still profiting from the whole thing. 
Add to that, last week we had a surprise visitor, an extraterrestrial expert, Dr. Icon Most Folks Jr. Yeah, he's been traipsing around me blank rectangle rather than that spish circle. Yeah, add to that, he's taken aboard a bunch of skips, profitable BS, and in return, stuffed me crooked relative's head with all kinds of new ideas and theories. Now that Skip's in on a slice of the action, you're charging folks for a weekly alien experience workshop. There's no stopping me crooked relative, and although they had to wait a week, Skip assembled, with the aid of me delinquent fireman ding-dang, what was supposed to look like an alien landing. <laughs> yep, in amongst the trees in me far field. They'd set up flares, lights, and a generator borrowed from one of ding-dang's dubious relatives, Add to that, Skip had previously borrowed, or more like stolen, a smoke machine from our former DJ artist retreat guest, Scratchy Eric. <laughs> the whole thing was supposed to look like something from a science fiction movie once it was dark enough anyway. Well, it really, it all got off to a good start. You know, amazing looking, perfect con, I'd say, yeah. That was until one of Skip's little flares set the woods on fire. <laughs> The group of carefully assembled, overpaying, gullible, gobsmacked alien fans ended up witnessing a visit from the more conventional, earthbound fire department, all within the space of an hour. <laughs> right now, though, old Skips are spending a few days with the sheriff, yep, as an arson suspect. <laughs> yeah, added to that, the woods are part of me farm, so if I was a cold hearted kind of person, I could make it awkward for me delinquent relative. <laughs> Can you imagine five to ten years without Skip Natter fraudulently plaguing the planet? Now there's certainly something for debate, eh? <laughs> but that wasn't all of the disaster. Oh no, me farm dog, young Clay, took an instant dislike to the extraterrestrial expert, Dr. Icon, most folks junior, and decided to make him what I'd call prey of the day. <laughs> yep. He decided it was time to give the possums, rabbits and squirrels a day off and set about Dr. Icon. Yep, it kind of disrupted his alien landing presentation all round. <laughs> You've heard of someone doing something by the seat of their pants, of course, yeah. Well, in no time at all, Clay made sure he no longer had a seat to his pants at all. <laughs> Who needs aliens when you've got the hound from hell behind you? <laughs> Your poor farm dog just hates assholes. Only this time, he got a piece of one. <laughs> Whilst on the subject of complete disasters, though, the sale of the nearby farm to that Georgia peanut farmer, yep, that's Peter the peanut guy, who reckons he has the cleanest nuts in Georgia, and now he's bought organically grown nuts to Florida. <laughs> Yep, it's began to hot up over there. The peanuts are planted in time for a harvest late in the year. But his closest neighbour, also me political commentating continent pundit, old Rush, is still worried. Yep, mainly because Peter, the peanut guy, once worked for the CIA. Oh dear. Rush reckons he's allergic to peanuts, so he's staying well away from the nut farmer. Add to that, Rush is carefully studying and analysing just about every visitor to Peter's farm, as he's convinced the big red barn next to the farmhouse is going to become a covert spy training centre, and the nuts are just a ruse. <laughs> oh dear. I don't think the new name of the farm has exactly boosted Rush's confidence either. I spy nuts ranch. Mm. 
just the name to conjure up my guest political commentating neighbour's obsession with big government conspiracies. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nedmatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of conspiracies and unwelcome guests, I read this really odd article a few days ago about how there are more stars in the winter. (laughs) Yep, there it was, in black and white and twice as stupid. Sure, you can see more stars, maybe. Well, that's probably because the sky is often clearer on those colder winter nights. But I've got a funny feeling, you know, the stars don't just show up for the season. No, I reckon they're there all year long. Oh dear. That, of course, brings me, well, rapidly to something you'd never like to find on a cold night. Or any night, really. Yep, added to that, she gave up twinkling at least 75 years ago. Yep, naturally or even unnaturally, that's me almost antique 95-year-old mother, old Nan. <laughs> on the other hand, Nan's best gambling, drinking buddy, that's Tashika Zuki. Yep, she's me lawyer brother. Black sheep of the family, Nelson, that's boy from Beverly Hills, sex therapy time, is now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. Anyway, as you know, they were still in the company of Wilma's mother, the younger crow, Winnie Winklestein. It's all crooked poker around here. Well, that was until they began comparing broomsticks, of course. And of course, Nan's is now a valuable antique and well overdue for its 100,000-mile service, yeah. It's already been round the clock a few times. <laughs> Nevertheless, they resorted to more conventional transport for a day out at one of our long-suffering Florida casinos. Yep, the management are always holding their breath the moment Nan and Toshiko arrive at the door. Yep, the oldest cheats in the business and more than a handful, yeah. On the other hand, you know, Winnie is a new face and a great distraction, so the old crows manage to use her to their crooked advantage. Yeah, Winnie causes confusion when she gets into a muddle with her glasses. Yeah, different pairs for different things, and while she's fussing away, the corrupt crows were double-dealing as usual. Yep, Nan's crooked winning streak never ends. <laughs> This is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her cronies, I'm still having these really weird dreams. They've returned with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed, though. This time, though, I'd settle down in my farm office here. It's me final and only refuge round here. I was soon off into a deep sleep this time, yeah, deeper than usual. Yeah, my usual fleeting five-minute nap, yeah. It must have been the thought of Skinny Frank's proposal for the wife and beyond it. See, that set me dream reeling in an odd direction. It was a couple of days ago before I heard the news of Frank's plan to buy the house across the street. So I was naturally wondering where they're all going to live. <laughs> yep, a bit of simple anxiety, I suppose. So there I was in my living room. Oh, there in front of me was a new sofa too, only clearly a custom-made job, yeah, well, put it this way, it was very long and oversized. Oh dear. Sitting there, staring at me, was the wife and beyond it, with old skinny Frank as a sandwich villain. 
with Old Nan and Toshiko flanking them on either side. <laughs> You've got it, an absolute nightmare. <laughs> what was worse is the four women were barking out their needs. Yeah, from the store that is. <laughs> and I was trying to write down the list on the back of one of Old Nan's empty cigarette packets. Believe me, there'd never be enough space in a million years. As that, me pen wouldn't work on that shiny old service. So, I was stressed out. <laughs> and I woke up with a big sweat on. Yeah, There in front of me, though, was a horrid, decrepit sight. Yep, me ancient mother rattling on like a broken record about how she was nearly out of ciggies and on her last crate of whiskey, too. Oh, dear. <laughs> so much for me nap. It's a shame she's such a skinny old bird, really. Otherwise, I could persuade Frank to take her off me hands, too. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy fireman Ding Dang has been in hiding for a couple of days. Yeah, he didn't want to be roped in on an arson charge with Skip Nara. He reckons Skip's going to spill the beans and say he was involved with the smoky, fiery spaceship flakery. Or was it fakery? <laughs> but despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've still got an unforgettable feature on my show, so here's Ding Dang's southern quote for you. He's lying like a no-legged dog. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> he reckons that Skip's going to lay the whole thing on him so he can get away scot-free. After all, Ding Dang's already known to the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts so if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again stop by and say hi well next up I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you I might not be a serious old sage but I've got time to think and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you me lovely listeners so moving on from farm life in general for a minute I've spent a few hours this week questioning the subject of Ageism, yeah. What I'd call one of the least talked about kinds of discrimination. Mm. And that's a big idea for sure. You know, naturally ageism applies to both young and old people in different ways. But I think it's still worse for older folks. You know, they can't really defend themselves, can they? Of course, I always joke about my old mother Nan, but considering how old she is, she's still doing better than most 25-year-olds these days, yeah. Society has changed for the worse though, hasn't it? You know... Yeah, over the last few years where the concept of anyone over the age of 40 being considered as old and fitting within the standard stereotypes of age and ageing. Yeah. But the thing I've been looking at is who's writing these articles and ideas. Mm. Well, I found out it's mostly a bunch of younger writers who, considering their sedentary lifestyle and narrow outlook, won't even make it to 40 yeah well not without heart disease and disability or worse eh? it's almost as if they're jealous of folks who've actually lived life beyond the scope of social media and the internet yeah traveled experienced and seen real things tactile things that is you know add to that the irony is that we're all destined for aging and in the process doubtless the application of ageism mm-hmm. 
This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour, old Lonnie, and new to swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called Do You Know Fred? Sometimes, I wish I didn't. It's the same old thing every week. Bring your own bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend, and a potluck dish for the old buffet there. Fred mingles with like-minded swingers. That's his potluck experience, and old Lonnie beats his way through all that food, yeah. Which this week included something from the swamp. I didn't ask. So when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the lost ball in Tallweed's party. Oh dear. Fred reckons his plan is to attract a more interesting bunch of swingers. <laughs> lost ball in Tallweed's indeed, you know. <laughs> the weeds are never tall enough for me. Oh no, I could still see Fred's motley selection of guests arriving. Yep, they're a bunch of lost balls, all right. Anyway, pretty fast too. Oh dear. <laughs> well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old rather old Nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> This time, old Nan remembered that something she'd forgotten. Yeah, and by the time I got to speak with her again, she'd forgotten it again. Right now, she's trying to remember what it was again, but unfortunately, it was too late to put in my show again. So I decided to include a word from me rapper restaurant and ceased to worry buddy. Yeah, that's Bashana Kondapindi. Yeah, he wants a little feature on me show too after hearing old Nan remembers. He's chatting about his family members too, something close to his heart. Yeah, reincarnation. Believe me when I say... There's more than a few members in his highly extended family. Yep, at last count, there was well over 500. What an idiot's thought, eh? <laughs> but the funny thing is, Pishana doesn't want to discuss the earthly ones. Oh no, see, he's big on the afterlife and reincarnation. So he's been telling me about some of the oddest kinds they've experienced. This time, it's his uncle Kabir Kondapinde. He was apparently the richest, although the most stressed out member of his highly extended family. Yep. He even used to beat me old mother, old nan, smoking statistics. Yep. He smoked as many as 90 cigarettes a day. Yep. A 50% increase on nan. But unfortunately, old Kabir died just six weeks ago at the ripe old age of 76. Of course, you're expecting to hear something like lung cancer, aren't you? But no, oh no, he was hit by a New York yellow cab. And Pashana says he's already been reincarnated. Yep, as an ashtray. Okie dokie. Pashana reckons it makes sense. He not only had a great relationship with ashtrays in general during his life, but this way he'll never lose that characteristic smell of a heavy smoker. Not quite what I expect to hear, but there is something to this one for sure. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. 
Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of the road books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, well this week I ended up with three books. <laughs> yep. And they were all on that old bandwagon subject of self-help. The first is called How I Survived Divorce by Bitter and Twisted. <laughs> you know, I can't decide if that's one or two authors. Oh, well. The second book's called How to Win at Cards by Full Flush. Oh dear, me mother's already forgotten more than this expert seems to know. <laughs> then there's the last one, the biggest oh dear of all, How I Made Myself Rich Dumpster Diving by A. Parasite. <laughs> oh, by the way, he cleans everything up before putting it up for sale on eBay. Oh. You know, these books are highly disturbing after all. Who really wants to read this unbelievable crap? <laughs> Self-help, the overused and overmilked subject of the internet level. Oh, I can't even say it, can I? <laughs> Subject of the internet revolution and age. Yep, you already know what I'm doing with this trio, don't you? Yep, bring on me matches as soon as possible. Yay! <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. i got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're visiting West Africa and you'll be glad to hear it's not one of those tasteless, distasteful, revolting foodie ones. Oh no, uh, we're looking at some odd customs over the next few weeks still. So back to the Fulani tribe and in keeping with the last few days of wedding and marriage chat, I'm talking about a thing called Sharo. Yep. The Fulanis have a great way of proving the groom's respect for the community and earning his new wife. Yeah, be beaten. <laughs> Dear, that's right, they beat him, and if he can't handle the pain, the wedding's called off. <laughs> On the other hand, if the bride's family are not into masochism at all, they might accept a dowry payment instead. So up front, you know your in-laws are greedy folks, don't you? But it's far less painful than the beating, for sure. <laughs> so there you go. Even in the middle of Africa, it pays to be a wealthy coward. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nedmatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. 
just good old-fashioned manners. <laughs> so how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Lenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, Ned, this is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Your brother Buck said he'd been caught in a sun shower. Hmm. Yes, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about as I haven't a clue? All I want to know is whether he thinks the sun actually produces rain. So perhaps you call me back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much, old chap. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, you know, I just love the way he introduced himself on my voicemail as if I actually know someone else that sounds just like him. Oh dear, now there's a thought. <laughs> anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time Buck says he'd been caught in a sun shower. Of course, Nigel, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you, don't you? Well... I must say it's a weird expression away, but totally different from what you'd imagine. By the way, a sun shower is actually a weird expression from down here in Florida. Yep, well, we get these odd rain showers on an otherwise sunny day. Yep, they last all of about 15 minutes, seem to come from a single cloud, and then just stop again. Yeah, <laughs> add to that sometimes you can even cross the road and it isn't raining there. Oh dear. Add to that, I'm never really sure what travels through me half-brained half-brother's head anyway. So as always, I'd look out, Nigel. Either way, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me and constant political commentating neighbour Russia Stonewall Jackson Farm again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet size installments. Yep, with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> this week, though, Rush is dodging his little feature on me show. Yet again, that's Rush Recalls, where he's not talking about his private hopes to the Democrat. He was looking back at past events. Oh, dear. After getting back from his home state of Tennessee, he got this new idea after speaking to some of his senior folks. Yeah, <laughs> they've all got bucket lists, you know. I hate that expression. <laughs> anyway, we all know Rush needs to carry a bucket around with him just in case he gets an emergency, don't we? <laughs> oh, dear. Well, uh, Rush has convinced me it's something he wants to get on board with, so I decide to let him have his say again. He reckons another item to put at the top of his private bucket list is a private oil well. <laughs> but he's always obsessed with gas prices, you know. I told him it might be a nice idea, but you can't just put the oil straight out of the well into your car. Oh dear. He just said they wouldn't have to import it if he owned the well. <laughs> I just wonder how big this well is going to be. But uh, I stopped short. I wasn't in the mood for another one of his crazy debates, so... <laughs> oh well. Added to that, he usually had much to say anyway before he excused himself again with that standard statement. Yeah, that's right, with a great excuse to bail on me early as usual. Gotta go, Ned. Oh dear. Rush, he's gotta go. And flush. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com 
where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour young Alice Jones invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. <laughs> young Alice was in a happy mood when I visited after closing the gates on animal adoption. She's concentrating on crystal balls for a few weeks. Oh yeah, she's discovering all kinds of messages hidden within them. Yeah, none for me this week though. Oh. <laughs> On the other hand, she reminded me of how we should all take more notes of the wonders of nature and baffle me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. An octopus has blue blood, a brain shaped like a donut, and three hearts. Mm. Yep, their blue blood is caused by copper instead of iron in the blood, yeah, yeah, unlike ours. You know, it's always dangerous men- mentioning any kind of food around here, and that brain does sound highly vulnerable, doesn't it? Donut. Yeah. Anyway, as always, Alice's Coffee, Cake and Company was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, first up, I got a call from Linda in Long Island. Yeah, she called me to chat about this really interesting story about plans for an injectable robot. <laughs> it's that small. I know we featured more than our fair share of robot and AI things here on the Ned Natter Show. But this one could become a fascinating reality in a couple of years, they reckon. It's small, super small, yeah. It can be injected into someone's brain to have a look round to see the source of a problem like a tumour. Hmm. It doesn't have its own power source, though. It's powered by electromagnets on the outside of the patient's skull. Hmm, that's very interesting, isn't it? You know, I wonder if they develop one that actually implants common sense. Not useful around here, for sure, I can tell you. <laughs> The second item comes from Rupert in Rotterdam. Hmm. He told me about this concerning news from Europe. The latest weapons on the market are 3D printed guns. They can be produced cheaply and have no serial numbers. You don't need a license for it. The blueprints are available online and the equipment to make them happens to be cheaper than ever now and widely available. Oh dear. Of course, here in Florida, you don't need to print a gun. Oh no, you just go and buy one from your local gun store. <laughs> Me final caller came right out of the blue, Edna in England. Yep, she called to tell me about a new law they've got over there in England, and it's a big old dear. It's uh, now mandatory for restaurants to print the calories next to every item on the food menu. Yep, they were already doing this in New York, and it hasn't made any difference to anyone's eating habits over here. But in England, a few folks have got very worried. Yep. First up, they thought it was the price of the item that had gone up that high, yeah, yeah. And they were really upset too, because the healthy food has a lower number than the hell- unhealthy stuff. <laughs> They're still learning the cost, not the food, oh no, oh no, the cost of unnecessary bureaucracy. Yeah. Of course, here on the farm, calories are never a conversation. All I know is four donuts equals 2,000 calories, and the wife eats at least 12 a day. <laughs> 
This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. A dubious command agent, 50%, was lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, well I did say odd, didn't I? Anyway, here goes. Here at Shut Em Up Today Inc, doing business as Gummy Gob Enterprises, we've definitely got the cheapest and most effective way of shutting up that person in your life that never shuts up. <laughs> Just go to our website today at gummygob.org and find our latest solution to incessant chatter. Yeah, We've got our patented gummy gob stopper to end all others that's right we keep it real and our formula is the only gum on the market to actually contain our patented non-toxic edible super glue <laughs> but wait that's not all our national sales manager lockjaw jr has a special offer just for ned Nat show listeners yeah with every patented gummy gob stopper this week only he'll throw in a trial sample of our new gum and color stopper yeah, it not only gums up the person, but it colours their mouth jet black. <laughs> and to that it takes 24 hours before it dissipates, so you don't really have a quiet life. You don't get to see them either. <laughs> and you can't be a deal like that, can you? So visit us today and remember our motto, shut them up, gum them up today, or triple your money back. <laughs> you know... I wouldn't expect them at all, but uh, I'd like to let you know I've already been to their website and ordered the wholesale sized box. Oh, you know, you wouldn't believe just how many I'm going to need to get a quiet life around here. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies. And on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'll be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.